Good morning and welcome to the Praxis Daily Podcast, where our time here is dedicated to the Word, to meditation, and to prayer, all towards the application of God's Word into our daily lives. Today is Thursday, June 23rd, and our scripture reading for today comes out of Acts chapter 10, verses 36 through 44. We're picking up in the middle of Peter's address to Cornelius and all of Cornelius's family that he had gathered to hear from the Apostle Peter. As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him up on the third day and made him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who had been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and of the dead. To him, all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. And while Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. And this is such a cool section of scripture because we see that all parties involved in this story are learning something. They're all encountering God and learning something new about him. You know, as far as Peter is concerned, like he is learning, he's coming to realize, and he just stated it right before this passage. He's realizing that God has no favoritism. He shows no favoritism and anybody who comes to the Lord is acceptable to him doesn't matter about your heritage, your background. When we come to the Lord, he accepts us. His forgiveness and salvation is extended to all. And so Peter is realizing this himself. And Cornelius and his house, they are experiencing God in a whole brand new way through Jesus and through the Spirit, where it says the Spirit fell upon all of them. Like they are baptized in the Holy Spirit. And this this even amazes not only Peter and, and and probably really amazed and astounded Cornelius and his whole family because this is their first experience with the Holy Spirit. But there were also some people that came to Cornelius' house with Peter, some friends and, and believers from Joppa, where, where Peter had come from. So they're with Peter. They're watching all this go, go down, and they are uh, astounded. They're amazed, it says in the following verses, at what they're witnessing because this is a household of Gentiles and they see the Holy Spirit being poured out on these people in an identifiable way. And they're amazed. Uh, because this, is, this shocks them because, again, this is a whole new kind of era for them because before it was all about the Jews. The Jews were the chosen nation. And now they're just coming to realize that it's through the Jews, this message of salvation is going to carry out to the rest of the world. 
And it's starting here and it's starting now and they're witnessing it with their own eyes. Um, and so everybody's learning on all parts. And, and what we see, this is a really cool observation for us to, to glean in regards to the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit is doing here. Because as we look at some of the different stories in the book of Acts about the Holy Spirit coming upon people, we see it happen in different ways. And this is one of the unique ways. Cornelius and his family, clearly they had had a conversion experience uh, in their heart. They had come to faith in Christ, but did not make, uh, it doesn't note any verbal confession of faith, even though they had the, the um, conversion of heart. It doesn't say a verbal confession of faith. And this is before even being, being baptized in water. And they are being baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit in such a way that is observable. And this is what was amazing to the believers who came with Joppa because uh, it says in verse 46, they were hearing these new Gentile believers speaking in tongues and praising God. So they see that Holy Spirit is being poured out upon them and, and, and how they recognize it, it, that they are speaking in these tongues and they're praising God. This is almost like for the this is almost like the the Gentiles first Pentecost, if you will. You might you might c- compare it that way. You know, on on the sun on the day of actual Pentecost, spirit came, they spoke in these tongues. And it's interesting here because they spoke in tongues of all of these foreign nations that were here that f- people were there in Jerusalem visiting. And the, the different languages that they spoke were intelligible, earthly languages. They're speaking the languages of all of these visitors from these other nations. And they're, they're speaking the praises of God in these foreign languages. This is a very different situation because it doesn't say that there were, there were people gathered in Cornelius' home. This is just Cornelius' family. And yet they're speaking in tongues. And so whether or not this is earthly language or this is some heavenly language, we don't know. But we do know that when the Spirit was poured upon them, they spoke out loud in these other languages and they're praising God. So this is certainly something for us to consider that when the Holy Spirit comes upon any and every believer, when the Holy Spirit comes upon that person, they are filled with the Spirit in this way, um, it is recognizable. It is not something that that, that believer uh, would miss. You know, it may not always look exactly like this or certainly doesn't necessarily look all the same way, but it looks like something. It is something that you can put your finger on and say, there, there is something that has been transformed. Something is new here. Something is different. Um, and this is what we see time and time again throughout the book of Acts. And so maybe this is a question I would put out to each one of us today is this, is thinking back to when, when you were filled with the Holy Spirit, that, that first encounter you had being with the Holy Spirit being poured out upon you, like what did that look like? Like what was the recognizable way that you were able to identify this, the Holy Spirit has come upon me? Like, and this is, this is what that experience was like. For me, or or has that happened yet? Uh, because this is one of those things where if we've not had this type of encounter, there are there are examples throughout the book of Acts here where there's a group of believers where 
they had been baptized and they believed in Jesus and yet the spirit had not come upon them. But um, when they prayed and asked for this, the request was answered. Of course, the Lord wants to pour out upon each and every one of us. And so this is something that we can bring to him and, and ask him, Holy Spirit, come upon me and fill me in this way. And so that's something that you can pray for um, either either by yourself if, you, if you've not had that experience and he's not yet done that with you, um, or pray with uh, another person from the church, another believer, another, it could be a, a leader in the church, it could be um, just a brother or sister in Christ and, and have that person pray with you. Um, and God is good and he will answer that. Like it says here earlier in, in Acts chapter 10, God shows no favoritism. Some verses, some versions say partiality. Um, he wants to pour himself out. We know this, and he will do it every time. Father, today we thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit that you withhold from none of us. Thank you, Father, for setting it in place um, that all of us um, would be able to have the access to you, Jesus. All of us given uh, forgiveness of sin, salvation uh, unto wholeness and healing and, and unto eternal life, uh, partnering with you by the power of your Spirit, living in your kingdom, even in the here and now, while we wait for the fullness um, of your return and all that is held in the future, even here and now we live and exist in the power of your Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming upon us, filling us with a boldness to share the message of the kingdom and with the strength and ability to live um, as ambassadors of the kingdom of God even while living in the kingdom of this earth. And so, Holy Spirit, we pray that your transform, transforming power in us would continue that work of renewing us day after day. May we not get stalled out in any place. And I do pray that um, if, if we are kind of bound in any way, any hindrances that are kind of dragging upon us, I think... Um, we can sometimes come in a place where the hindrances that kind of weigh us down because they maybe started as these lighter things that we wouldn't kind of recognize so much, but then one added up to a, a, a more, another, and then another. But because it was incremental and it wasn't all at once, and now we're just used to it, that we... It's easy to come to this place where like there are there's a load of hindrances that are lagging us back, holding on, and we don't recognize it because it was incremental and it was over a period of time. Holy Spirit, against these things, I pray that you would cut these things off and remove them, eliminate them. Let us see them and recognize them for what they are. And as strong as that... Um, may feel attached to us, feel bound to us. We don't necessarily see a way to remove those things. Um, Holy Spirit, we know that you are able to do the work. We know, God, that you 
are sovereign and you have the power over these things. And so we submit our entire selves to you. Let nothing weigh us down. Let nothing hold us back, but spur us forward, God, to live in the power and the freedom that you have ordained for our lives so that we can know your abundance and not just know your abundance, but so that we can share your abundance and your freedom and your wholeness, O oh God, with those around us that need you so desperately, Lord. Let us live in power. Let us live in, with compassion and let us live in the fullness of your spirit that you can flow through us into this world and let your kingdom continue to invade this place. We commit ourselves to you. Lord Jesus Christ. In your name we pray, amen. Well, family, have a great rest of your day. And remember to keep on loving anyway by the power of the spirit that God has given to you. Love any way that you're able, no matter what it costs and regardless of what you get in return because that's what he's put in you. Love the same way Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior does.